All right. My guest today is actually, you have the honor of being the first lady of the Big Ticket Life podcast show. Really? That's right. That's right. That's fun. And I have more upcoming. Oh, good. I'm so happy to have that. But Don't look, let me be the one and only, Jeff. Don't no, do no, it. No, I, I test. <laughs> the fucking calendar's already got other amazing women in it. But for those who don't know, Jessica Stroud is the creator of the Lady CEO Initiative. Her mission in life is to help ladies become the CEOs of their lives. Jessica's a number one best-selling author, speaker, and an accomplished business owner, which is why she's on this show. Uh, she's one of the top referred insurance agents in the Midwest. And this is like what just blows my mind. We're going to talk about this today. She averages over 500 referrals a year. And uh, she teaches other business owners how to create that same level of massive amount of referral business, just like she does through her referrals without asking Academy. Jessica, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So what people need to know right up front is... Jeff and I are like friend friends. We're real friends. We are like <laughs> so this will be a very comfortable flowing conversation, basically between two friends, two business owners that absolutely um, discuss ideas back and forth and help each other grow. So the privilege here today is that you basically get to listen in on, on one of our private conversations. Yeah, where the good stuff is. Yeah, I, I love that. That's... That's exactly what we're going to do today. So, I mean, first of all, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being awesome. Uh, for sure. those who should know, uh, so I coach other business owners, and I think it's always important to know that your coach is also investing in themselves. So, on that note of listening in on a conversation, I am proud, excited to say, Jessica is also my coach in Apex <laughs> Executives program. So, yeah, um, just wanted to throw that out there because I think that's really important to know who you're working with, where they get their inspiration and guidance from. And here you go. So you got to, we're on, uh, I think we've got a pretty special episode for today. So I love that you call it the big ticket life because that means it's different for everyone. So different for everyone. And when I, when I listen to my own intro, right? When you say all those things about me or when I give my own intro, I, I think, oh my gosh, I want to be friends with her. Like, who's that? I want to be friends with her. And uh, you call it living life on your own terms. How I call it to myself is I call my own shots. Oh, I like that. And there's, and you know, we we everyone defines success. That's right. Everyone defines success differently, whether how much money you make or where you live or how you live. Right. So success for one is a big mansion, and then success for others are um, what we used to joke about living in a van down by the river. That's like life goals oh, yeah. now, right? Yeah, it is. So it's, and it, there's just this new awareness that I love that it's, I want to call my own shots. People don't necessarily want power over others anymore. They just want power over their own own lives. And that's really what we're here to do is call our own shots. And that's what the last six years, this whole journey for me has really been is I want to call my own shots. I want to work. I want to go where I want to go. I want to do what I want to do. I want to work with who I want to work with. And that's that's where I've gotten in my life. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm completely down with that in the pre-show. Uh, let's show off one of your shots called Success Moments, oh, yeah. January 10th. We were talking about cars. And, yep. um, you know, for me, 
one of the things I'm working on is to kind of bring back my youth. There you are. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you had a name for her? Her name is Roxy. Roxy. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love so, it. Love it. So Jeff and I have um Jeff and I have done an excellent job in our lives of spending time with other um business owners and people that that live even a bigger life than we do because we want we we like to be encouraged and challenged by them. So Jeff and I have several friends that drive mm, really fancy cars, right? I'm in the Midwest, I live in Kansas City. So I call them really fancy, right? I don't know, luxury cars, whatever. And and they're and while I look at those um, Lamborghinis and whatever else that they have, I look at that and I'm like, I love that you love that. But yep. I've never looked at a Lamborghini or a Lotus or any of that and went like, I need that in my life. And when I first saw this Jeep, I was like, I need this in my life. And I sent our own uh, Jeff and I's private friend and mentor, um, Ryan Stuman. I sent him a picture with me with it. And I said, I finally get it. Now I understand the whole car thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean... What- <laughs> because this, this, this thing, I just, I love this Jeep. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I say in my intro, we celebrate success. So I'm so happy you're sharing that. And, but you know... And that's a perfect example of it. it looks different. Like this is a, what, like a $55,000 Jeep Wrangler. And it makes my heart just sing. Whereas somebody else, it, they'd be like, I would never drive that in my whole entire life. And so it's it's amazing how that, that just, it's a perfect example of doing life on your terms yep. and doing what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One of the one of the car moves I'm I'm looking to make, and I'm so happy through the connection we have in Apex. There's another great Apex executive that just joined, um, Coyote Customs. They do like driver classic cars. Well, for me, I want to re- I want to bring back the happy days of my youth. I want my 1981 Camaro with Z28 with T tops, but I don't. I, I like I don't need what color. Well, I had teal blue, but that was like the guy that fixed it and flipped it way back. You know, that was like the Mako 199 paid job. I don't know if we'll okay, go that way. Right. I might go like the classic white on white with blue stripe, or I might do oh. like black and gold, which, you know, I kind of am partial to. Could be. Um, well, that's like the Burr Reynolds car in the, what well, was, was it? The Cannonball Run? Yep. Cannonball right, Run. it was black and, uh, black and uh, gold. gold, wasn't yep. it? The Big Evil. Yep. Yes. All that. Oh, that's so, it. Jeff's getting the Cannonball Run car. Yep. So, but yeah, like for me, like I love, I, I've driven the Lamborghinis and Ferraris. I've had those experiences. And and for me, they're just uncomfortable. Like I'm a big guy and I know I carry some extra weight, but that weight was standing. If it's not like, I just don't bend that way anymore. So I'm just not going to enjoy it. But that is what about, you know, really defining success. I'm glad we touched on it because it does look different for everybody. It doesn't have to always be the big house. It doesn't always have to be you know, what you see on Instagram, it can be your own thing. Uh, but we get there by really, you know, running a business well. And I, I messaged you last night, like, I want to talk about your agency and and why your missions, your mission and the values of that business have grown it to what it is. I mean, 500 referrals a year is just astounding to me. You know, that's- oh, he didn't get there overnight. He didn't get there overnight. 
And so while while entrepreneurs are here looking and seeing me and Jeff and talking about calling our own shots and all of that, we all know that that's not how it starts, right? So wait, you, you didn't just call one shot and get 500 referrals a year? No, but I will tell you, my first year, I got over 300 referrals a year. Wow. And that's even still unbelievable for me to say that. Yep. So can I, can I go ahead and dive into that? Absolutely. Let's hear it. Okay. Because what... What I want, here's the, here is what I want to be. Like, here's what I want to be to the world. I want other people to look at me and say, if Jessica can do it, I can do it, right? Knowing where she came from, knowing what she went through, right? That's why I wrote a book. Um, because again, Jeff and I's friend and mentor, Ryan Stuman, said to me, Jess, you roll around like your life is sunshine and rainbows. And it's not. You've been through some stuff, right? It is now, right? But he's like, you've been through some stuff. And people need to know it. You need to share. You need to share the ugly parts that you had to go through to get here. And I was like, all right, because so many people on social media, <clears throat> they don't talk about the struggle. But I promise you, the story is in your struggle, right? There is power in sharing it. So that is why I wrote a book to talk about all that other stuff. But so if over when Jeff talks about that, I personally, um, uh, receive 500 referrals a year. So what he's talking about is over the last six years from 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, right? We're in 2022 now. So it's my seventh year, but six years in a row, starting in 2016, I have averaged, me personally, I have averaged over 500 referrals a year to my insurance business. And um, if it, and like, it's not anything super exciting. It's not, like for people who do roofs and people who do remodeling projects and people who do um, uh, real estate and lending and mortgages and money and all that, that's interesting. Insurance is not interesting. Nobody wants to talk about that. And when I talk about the that amount of referrals, it's if you drop a pin in Kansas City, it's like a 60 mile radius of Kansas City. I only work in my local market. So it's not like I get referrals all throughout the United States. And so what... Where all that started was, is I had um, a pharmaceutical sales job. And look, I was a, I was a legit drug dealer, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know way too much about type 2 diabetes. I'm just going to put that out there. Because that was the kind of drug that I had. But <clears throat> like so many entrepreneurs, I was just like, I'm dying in corporate America. I don't want to do this anymore. I've been doing it for a couple of years. And so I went to my husband, who was an insurance agent and had been for many years. We've been married for almost oh. almost 18 years. Now, look, that's not my accomplishment. Okay. That is his accomplishment because <laughs> this, this can be a little dramatic sometimes. All right. So that's absolutely, God love him. That's his accomplishment. Okay. So he would stay with me that long. But I went to him in late 2015 and I was like, good news, honey. Good news. I want to come and work with you in insurance and I want to da 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 da. And he says, that's a problem. And I'm like, what? Okay. There's a glimpse into our marriage right there. I'm the crazy one, everybody. I'm the crazy one. You don't and say. if you're an entrepreneur, you better give some love and praise, continuous love and praise for your spouse because we as entrepreneurs are crazy and they stay with us. Okay. So he said, that's a problem. You have a salary. You get quarterly bonuses. 
You carry the medical benefits for a family of four and you have a company car. If you leave, I have to buy you a car and you like nice cars. So what happened was like like a lot of other entrepreneurs were a two-income household. And so for me, just to be like, boom, peace out, no more drug sales for me and just go into this other adventure, that, that wasn't happening. That was not going to happen. And so I ended up keeping that job until my pharmaceutical sales job for nine months until September of that year. And uh, husband would have loved for me to kept it for a whole year, but I was really slacking on the pharmaceutical stuff, right? Because I'm building this insurance thing on the side. Like a lot of entrepreneurs, I was dual career. Right. And then one of, them started, one of them started to suffer. And so I was kind of nicely asked to, hey, we would like for you to resign. And I'm like, all right. So even in that, that year, though, that very first year, I still received over 300 referrals. <clears throat> and it all starts... And look, I knew nothing about my product, right? So A, those of you who are dual career entrepreneurs who have a day job and you're building your gig on the side because you don't want to leave that full-time income because it's what's best for your family and you know if you quit that job, your spouse won't sleep at night, you need to pat yourself on the back. I need you to be proud of that because as difficult as it might be, you're doing what you need to do to take care of your family. And I don't want you to ever, ever be ashamed of that. You wear that as a badge of honor. But the second part is, whatever you do or whatever you sell, that is literally that is literally just a product, right? That's the vehicle that gets you to where you really want to go. So I didn't leave pharmaceutical sales because I didn't um, like going to work every day. I left pharmaceutical sales because it did not facilitate. Being a corporate employee did not facilitate the life that I wanted to live. And I went to my husband and I said, we're going to build this insurance agency and we're going to build it so that it serves us, not us serving it. That's what I call moving into the investor seat in your business. Exactly. Exactly. This business. Now, of course, I, the only reason, like, look, spoiler alert, the only reason why I receive as many referrals as I do is because I consistently pour into and provide value to other people. And in return, they send me referrals. So don't think I don't work. I absolutely do. But again, it's calling my own shot of who I want to work with, where I want to work, the, the, the team that I have, who do I want on my team. And because I have this vision of, I want to create this business that serves me, I created um, a team around me and a culture in our company. Like my team, I tell them sometimes, I'm your assistant. Like, what can I do to help you? Because they, you know, they work so hard. Yep. But they see, when I say I build this to fit my lifestyle, I build it to fit their lifestyle too. Like if your kid is sick or if you're, hey, you don't miss school parties. If you work for me, if you work on my team, if you're a member of my team and your kid has a school party, you're going to your kid's school party because your kid is in kindergarten to fifth grade for a very short time, right? And oh, you yeah. need to go to those parties. But when my kids were that age, my boys are 12 and 13 now, but when I didn't miss school parties, I just didn't. Right. I, I, I didn't do anything, right? You go to the school party, the moms will tell you, kind of stand in the corner or whatever. And then my youngest son's last year, fifth grade, was when COVID shut everything down. You couldn't go to the school parties. And it was okay because I had been to all of the other school parties. Right. So 
So when I say a, a business that serves me, well, my marriage comes first, no matter what. Above everything else is my marriage. And then my kids and then my dogs. Sometimes the kids and the dogs go back and forth between, <laughs> just depending on who's doing what that day. And then the business comes after that. And yep. so every there's a hierarchy and everything flows up to support the hierarchy. Yeah. I mean, I, I last week on our show, I talked with Matt Rota about if I forget where we got on this, but we both kind of paused and almost said simultaneous. If the greatest thing you're doing every day isn't your family or for your family, you need to recheck your motivation of things. Uh, so last year, <clears throat> you and I've had these conversations. So last year, I did a lot of traveling. Uh, and I love to travel, right? I love to travel. But last year's travel was different, right? I wrote a book. I created a program. I was traveling around. I was honored to be invited to speak at so many different um, events. And I was honored to be asked to come and privately train certain companies um, and real estate teams. But then towards the end of last year, I looked back and I'm like, I've been in 14 cities. And Dallas doesn't count, right? Jeff and I go to Dallas about once a month yeah, once, to meet up with this, our business group. Dallas doesn't count. Dallas counts as a one. trip to okay? Dallas coming around all the time. Yeah, Always only count. Yeah. Dallas just counts as one of the 14 cities. And I stopped and I told my husband, I've been in 14 cities this year. And I feel like I'm living this dream of being on stage and being a speaker and all that. And it's not fitting. And I literally said to him, I'm ready for the Jessica Stroud show to come off the road. Because mm. it was taking me away yep. from what I really wanted. It was taking me away from it. Now, I missed a few ball games here and there. Didn't miss a whole lot. Not really worried about that. But when I came home, I kind of felt disconnected. I'm like, everything I do is supposed to bring me closer to what I want to do, which is sitting on the beach with my husband, drinking fresh pineapple juice. And this is not necessarily getting me closer to that. Right. So I did have to reevaluate. So if they're... And the thing that Jeff and I are really good at is we go after something and then we evaluate. How does this fit? Does yep. this fit? Is this, is this fitting into the life that I want to create? And if the answer is no, we get rid of it. Yep. We get rid of it. Yep. Because it's your life and you get to design it the way you want to design it. That's right. I mean... As an example of, of living out what Jessica just shared, just yesterday, we have a, a small uh, health and fitness show at one of the local health and fitness clubs. It's a twice a year open house for them. We normally go and have a little booth and, and either I or my business partner are there representing the company. This time it's March 5th, which is the day after our Dallas executives meetup. And it's just too much. So I reached out to the organizer. I said, look, there's just a lot going on. And I have to pull out because my son, he's in his senior year of high school bowling. And I'm already missing the prior weekend for the big Philadelphia Home and Garden Show. I'm not going to miss two. I'm, I'm just not. That's right. This kid, is, That's right. this kid is poised to wrap up the season in a moment of greatness. I can see it coming. You can feel it coming. I'm not going to miss two. Like it's just not going to happen. So we worked out a plan to make it work. And I think it's perfectly okay to go to your network, to go to your circle and just say, look, this is, this is what I've got going on. This is why it's important. How, how can you help me? And then likewise, you've, if you've got that strong circle, they're going to come to you. 
uh, on that note. You know, we had a comment. Somebody said, love that the story is in the struggle. Uh, I, I kind of circle back to that with a moment from coaching youth football where one of my fellow coaches, great guy, Paul, um, you know, he, he had this line that I took and all the other coaches took. And we would, we would ask the kids, like, are you, are you just icing or are you cake? Are you really doing the work or are you just putting on a show? Like, do you just want to wear the Jersey on Fridays at school? Like we say you should, but you don't come out in game day and play, you know, you need to be out here getting muddy, getting sweaty, doing the work. You can't just throw the jersey on on Friday, you know, and we, we were coaching 11 and 12-year-olds, so they were kind of getting into that girl age, right? And, um, you know, we said, you just can't be showing off. You've got to be doing the work, right? Which You gotta live the life. Yeah, you gotta be into it. You gotta walk the walk. So you said consistently... You you lean in, you pour in, you give value to those around you, which is really the secret. It's really the secret of um, uh, your success for all of the referrals. So what does that look like for the people that you network with, the people in your syndicate, the people that wake up with Jessica Stroud on their mind? <laughs> Well, that sounds a little weird because I'm hoping there's only one person in the world that wakes okay. up with me on their mind. Just that's the person I sleep next to. <laughs> but I wanna I wanna put a pin real fast in what Jeff was saying because not only did he go to the event organizer and say, Hey man, I can't miss this. It's my kid's thing. What do you think? What do you think his kid thought? What do you think his son thought? Because I know Jeff and his wife talked about it. I know his son knows what's... His son's old enough. He knows what's going on. And Jeff isn't just lip service. He didn't just say to his boys. He doesn't just say to his boys, you're a priority. He showed them their priority. There was a similar situation where there was something with my son. And I was supposed to go to this sleepaway camp. And it was going to... This adult sleepaway camp was going to be awesome. It was in Atlanta. I'd got tickets, got that and that. And it was going to be amazing adventure because adventure is one of my culture pillars. And my son comes home about four days before and he says, I made it into the spelling bee. 20 kids out of a school of 500 make it into the spelling bee. And I said, great. So excited. When is it? And he said, it's Friday. And first I'm thinking, you can't give these parents more notice, whatever, right? And I said, uh, oh, that's when I was supposed to leave for Atlanta. I said it to him. I wasn't even thinking. And he goes, oh, so you can't come, right? And I said, no, I'll be there. I'll be there. I will be it. I will be there. No problem. I will figure it out and I will be there. But you are the priority. And you can run your mouth all you want. And so that's Jeff and I lean into this. A lot is you can live one life on social media and just be a complete train wreck off of social media. And so we don't just sit here and preach about, oh, family first, family first. We live it. And when you live that, there are people that come to us and say, teach me how to have a business and how to have a life. Teach me how to do that, right? Because that's the life that we're living. So to go back to the question of, Basically, why do people send me referrals, right? (laughs) There are two things that I do. I don't enter into a relationship that isn't mutually beneficial. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. We're going to get some, and don't at me about that. Okay. <laughs> if I can't, oh, if I can't help you grow your business or bring some kind of value to you, we're not going to be friends. However, on the flip side, if it has to be mutually beneficial, so I don't allow a lot of takers in my life. You want to be in my circle, you got to bring some value, right? And so for years in the insurance agency, it was, I will help you grow your business. I will help you have a better marriage. I will help you be more present with your children, right? Because that's the life I'm living. I can teach you to do what I do, FYI. Don't, if, if, don't trust people to give you advice that aren't doing what you want to do. Basically, don't take marriage advice from divorced people. Don't take financial <laughs> advice from broke people. Don't take fitness advice from people who are not fit. Right. Don't ask me how to eat a clean diet because uh, I'm still trying to tell myself brownies are sometimes food, right? But I know Jeff's talking about cake and I'm like, dang, I want cake. No, there's a lesson here. Don't talk about it. Don't look to cake, right? But well, brownie, brownies at one point had eggs in them. Which are good. They do. They have milk. And they got flour. Which is good. And they have milk. Yeah. It's that Eggs sh- and milk are good. That sugar and but, chocolate. So I went out, I started out on the path of how do I help other people grow their businesses? And one of the most powerful things that I did was I created basically my own little business syndicate. If you are, right? Because I work locally. I'm not trying to be all over the United States. I work locally. If you are a business owner, you need to have a syndicate of other business owners. You need to have other business owners that you spend time with and that you bring knowledge to. I'm not saying you got to coach them or whatever, but you need to. So for me, I spent time with other business owners, which meant I had to read books. I had to take courses, right? I spend a lot of time with realtors and <clears throat> mortgage lenders. Um, I studied how to grow real estate businesses and how to grow mortgage businesses more than I studied how to grow an insurance business. Because I knew if I could help, you know, it's the whole, you help other people get what they want and you will get what you want. I want want to just pause. I want to pause and say it again because it was a moment of genius and it, 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 it speaks to the consistency and constancy of things that equal the result that Jessica gets and and can share with you and show you and teach you if you decide to connect with her after the show. But her first metric of talking to anybody, having somebody in her circle is how can Jessica grow their business? What what, What can she dump into you? What can she give to you first? And... Of course, there has to be reciprocity, but I think that is so smart to have that mutually beneficial guidance in place with you saying first, how can I help you grow? I think it's it's so very smart. Like as an example, you said about being in a syndicate of business owners. This morning, I drove. So I live, (laughs) what what, what anymore is becoming 45 minutes from my store because of growing (laughs) in traffic. It used to be 11 years ago, it was 27 minutes. I could time oh, it to the second. Yeah. Anymore, it's, it's 40, 45 minutes. I digress. I drove to this meeting this morning for a 7.30 meeting. So it's, it's, it's an hour and a half to an hour and 20 minute round trip. 
to spend 45 minutes with this group of great business owners because it's important. It's important that I fill that seat and represent our company and what I'm there to do for them. Normally, my business partner, Ben, covers it because he lives five minutes from the place, but he's away on vacation. And I could have easily said, hey, you know, guys, everybody would agree. That's kind of ridiculous. We love you, Jeff. Skip it. But I don't skip out on the people who I count on. So I just had to like remind people listening that you start by first looking at the potential partner to refer of how can I be impactful to that business? I love that. So I'm on, I'm on, I'm everything that I do. So I created an academy. It's called the Referrals Without Asking Academy. And it, everything that I do starts online, right? And that's why it's called Referrals Without Asking because I don't go around saying, gimme, 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 like gimme, gimme, gimme. And it's, um, it's real telling when people do it to me. It's like, whoa, I just kind of step back for a minute. I'm like, oh my goodness, right? It's a real I'm uncomfortable like, wow, thing, isn't it? Is that, how, is that how people come across? So with my insurance business, there's someone who wants referrals from the insurance business, right? Like a, a restoration person. And she's always coming at me with like, gimme, gimme, gimme. And finally, I had to stop last week and be like, what is in this for me? Like my clients are already taken care of. We already have a company that we work with. There's no pain point here, but you're basically constantly sliding in saying, give me, give me, give me. You got to stop with that. What's the benefit for me? And I know some people will be like, oh my gosh, how could you say that? It sounds terrible. No, it doesn't because she consumes my content. She comes to my events locally. She is always like, oh, I learned so much from you. I just love being around you. And it's like, but you're not providing value in return. So if I were her and I wanted my business, I'm sure find some way to find to provide <clears throat> some value for me. But so many people have their head down and it's like, gimme, gimme, gimme. The part that I am most proud of is the consistency. Because as entrepreneurs, ooh, we get bored. We get bored so easily, don't we? Oh, yeah. We get bored of our own stuff. We get bored of our own marketing, even if it's working. We get bored of our own houses and spaces and buildings and we get bored and we want to go and, and do other things. So for... And I'm, I'm no different, right? Shiny squirrel, where is it at? I'm, so for me to sit here and say, what I do on social media and what I teach people through the Referrals Without Asking Academy is I'm so proud of it because it produces consistent results, consistent results, consistent results. And consistency for me, I mean, it it's everything. I don't wake up at the beginning of every month and go, I wonder where my next client's coming from. Right. I, know, I wonder where the next, I wonder where the next family is that we're gonna serve. I just don't, I don't wake up um at the beginning of the year and say, oh, I wonder if I'm going to still have a 500 referral a year average this year. I just don't yep. because of what I do on a consistent basis with my social media and then also off social media. I'm so consistent with it. I don't have to worry about it. But consistency is crazy if you'll just find something and stick with it. Yep. That goes back. I mean, I use the words consistency and constancy together, like in lockstep with each other. A lot of people sometimes 
use them interchangeably. To me, the consistency is I'm going to focus on the goal and I'm going to constantly look for ways to achieve the goal, reinforce the goal, act on the goal, make it happen, right? So I use to, to break that down further, I say Jessica is consistently happy and she's constantly cutting out things in her life that don't make her happy and constantly adding things that do, right? And I think through that lens, it really opens up people's eyes to, to really focus in, you know, so you get these referrals, you're doing a, you know, and, and I think the people want to know the one thing, well, we've shared it. The one thing is you look for that mutually beneficial relationship where you can give to grow that person's business and it comes back. How, let me ask you this question. How do you treat that referral when you get it? What's that look like? So in the beginning, I, it, it grew very quickly and I had to create systems. I had to look and say, how does this look from the client side, right? So we have a template that... And listen, here, I'm going to tell you this too. If you want people to send you referrals, you have to make it easy for oh, them yeah. to send you referrals. I have a template that I send to people and say, hey, this is how I need you. And again, you're going to say, wow, she tells people how to send her business? Absolutely. Because I've earned that when I serve at such a high level. They say to me, how, how does this work best for you? So I have a template that my referral partners use. There's a specific website that they will send people to, right? They'll connect us through email, then my team will jump on and help the client and say and get everything that we need so that they can get the quote. And it's a very specific process that every client goes through. Because I took the time to create through trial and error to create the funnel. And so now everyone comes in the funnel. Now, of course, there are certain referral partners that come in they don't want to go through the funnel. They want me to personally call everybody. And I have to be honest and say, that's not happening. I'm not going to do that. I have a whole team that's going to love on these people and take care of these people. You don't want me getting involved with it anyway, because I'm going to mess it up. That, amen. Amen, sister. I'm going to. And it was hard in the beginning where people would be like, hey, <laughs> I want you to call them. And I had to say, that's not how this works. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like people are like, oh my gosh, sounds like such a bitch. No, because <laughs> I serve at such a high level, I get to say that. Yeah. But also, it makes it easier for my referral partners. They know how to start it, they know how to put people into the funnel. And then they know what the expected outcome is going to be. They know the the phases and the outcome because so that they can get what they want on the end. Yeah. On yeah. the on the end of the transaction. I have I have the same thing. And and for you listening, like, okay, you've got two successful business owners here saying the same thing. Uh, I, you know, if if you did a freedom of information request, this was not planned, this was not scripted. I do the same thing. People, people want to work with Jeff in the store. I say, well, first of all, I'm there Mondays and Fridays. And you, there's a one-hour window from three to four on a Monday where I, I can be available to you. Because every Monday we do our show podcast. We're doing the team meeting, the week review stuff. Before that, there's a little time block for partner meetings, vendor meetings in there. Uh, Friday, Kind of the same thing. There's a little wider window, but that's it. But I tell people, listen, my team is better at helping you because 
they are put in a position to help my customers get a five-star experience seven days a week. 63 hours of retail hours every week, week in, week out. That's their focus. My focus is to help them help you. You don't even want me looking at your insurance bill and trying to help you. I'm going to mess it up. They are better. That's they exactly they are. And they will call me out on my stuff like, hey, it was a powerful thing a couple of years ago when I realized it and the team realized it that the the biggest impact I can make for the company is to continue doing what I do and bring in the referrals at a high level. The team doesn't want to have to call on leads or make cold calls or worry about if they're going to have any jobs. So they tell me, why are you here? You need to go and be serving people and have lunch with people because that comes downhill to them. And you just, you know, we we talk about wanting to call your shots and, and this is terrible in the insurance industry, right? You're taught to be everything to everyone and you need to know every single client and you need to know all of their birthdays. Listen, the clients don't necessarily want that. They just want to be taken care of. When they need something, they want to need something. And tell me how that's great customer service if I'm here with you and somebody has a billing question or I'm out lunch or I'm teaching a class or I'm somewhere doing something and somebody's at the DMV and they need proof of insurance so they can renew their car tags and I'm on a plane somewhere and I can't get it for them. That's terrible customer experience. So I had to look at it from the customer side and go, they don't really care who gets it for them. I just have to make sure that somebody is. And so it is a limiting mentality. So many entrepreneurs and business owners hold themselves back by thinking, I, here's the deal. You think you are way more important than you are. (laughs) (laughs) You think you are the only person that can handle it. You are not. And you are holding yourself back. And our mutual friend, Sammy Knight, actually said to me one morning at breakfast, he said, you are holding your company back. If that's how you're doing it, there was something that I was still doing. And he said, you're holding your company back and you're holding yourself back. That's benefiting no one. And I was like, oh, man, he's so right. Yeah, I mean... It's not scalable. It's not scalable. How are you ever going... It's not scalable. And because I know where my place is in my company, I have space, I have warm, safe place that people get to come and work every day and shine their light and take care of their families because I'm not trying to do everything on my own. I have created jobs for other people because I know what's best for me to do in my company and I stay in my own lane. Yeah. I mean, moving into that investor seat, running your business like you're sitting on the board of a big, big company that is the way if you're going to hold on to a business and not grow it to scale it and sell it, if you're going to keep it as a thing that produces lifestyle freedom, money in your bank account, you are obligated, obligated to do more of that investor-like action because you do create, you create better customer experience and satisfaction. You create more jobs and opportunity for the people that you're providing for. And I think everybody really needs to get absolute clarity on that. So as we wrap up, because you're a busy, busy lady, you've got another time commitment. We've got three minutes left. I'm going to share. So we, I recently kind of sharpened iron with iron on our mission as a result of listening to one of my other guests, James, James Emerson, who you know, um, 
his mission changed the way his customers feel about contractors. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. That's exactly what we're trying to do. So that's our mission. I mean, we've, we've had a mission, but it was a mission that others could say they might be able to live up to it. But now when we say we're going to change the way you feel about mattress stores, and that means that that involves every single step of the process, it's massive accountability and it requires massive commitment. That's what keeps me focused. That shiny syndrome goes away. So for you, your number one mission with what you're doing, with your lady CEO business. Let's wrap up on that. Okay. It's an initiative. I want people to be able to call their own shots. I want them to live a life where they make the decisions, whatever those decisions are. Be the C, and it's not just the lady CEO. Be the CEO of your life. For me, that means I, even before I started all this, I knew that I wanted to have adventure with my children. So my husband and I decided it's a core value of this family. We have adventures. And when we go on, we don't call them vacations. I call them adventures. When we leave town and we go on an adventure, we know it's not always going to be incredible, right? It's not always going to be the best vacation ever. Even when we went to Disney, we were on a Disney cruise, wasn't the best vacation ever, right? <laughs> and now my boys at 12 and 13 will say, well, but that'll make a good story, mom. Or, well, but the good, good news about this is, or... Yeah, that didn't go right. But let's talk about this over here because that went right. I need you to look at every single thing in your life. Every single thing in your life. And I need you to decide, is it really what you want? And I'm, I'm even talking about maybe there's a mom that her, her job is to raise kids, right? She doesn't work outside of the home, which God bless you because that would drive me crazy. What are the things in your life? Because you're the CEO of your family. You are absolutely the CEO of your family and of your children. I want you to look at the activities on your kid's schedule. I want you to look at the things happening in your business. I want you to look at your finances. I want you to look at the people around you. That can be a tough one. And I want you to decide if they fit into the lifestyle that you want to live. Love it. This is like... Jam-packed. I feel like we crammed about 90 minutes into 45 well, you and minutes. I do. Yeah, I know. Like so we, we come down, roll up the sleeves and get to work and drop and just like drop value into people. So if you loved what Jessica said, and I can't see how you wouldn't connect with her. If you're watching this on any of the social channels as, as the show, all the links are right there. Easy for you to click. If you're catching this as an audio podcast, you can connect with Jessica in the show notes. Uh, same with myself. Uh, all of her socials have been going across the screen. She's on Facebook and Instagram. Jessica Stroud, the lady CEO. Jessica, this was great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. No, thank you, Jeff. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Well, go to uh, go kick ass on that next appointment. I will. All right. And we'll, uh, we'll see you all next week on The Big Ticket Life.